Welcome to Indiana Family Forum. Indiana Family Forum is brought to you by American Family Association of Indiana. Now here's the host of our podcast, Micah Clark. Well, welcome back. This is Micah Clark. I appreciate you joining us again for an Indiana Family Forum podcast with American Family Association. I have with us today a very good friend, someone who many of you will know, particularly if you are in the Fort Wayne area listening to us, um, someone who has been a personality up there and is kind of a role reversal for me to interview a former reporter and radio person, Mark Mellinger, who worked with WFCV, one of our favorite radio stations up in Fort Wayne, good friend of the Bot Radio Network, and also worked for the local TV station up there. And Mark, was it Wayne TV? It was Wayne TV, the CBS affiliate. Boy, I'm I'm glad I got that right. (laughs) (laughs) You're off to a good start, Micah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's an honor to have you on. I've appreciated uh, your friendship over the years and the the work you've done. I know you were in an interesting spot as being um, a uh, Christian and a pro-life person, but also working in the media in a different world, as we're called to do as Christians and to be salt and light wherever we're called. And I appreciate the great work you did for years up there. Many people don't realize that uh, while you're still doing some radio work, you have a new um, title with an organization called the National Embryo Donation Center. Can you tell our audience about this group? Yeah, uh, sure. I'm the marketing and development manager for the NEDC, National Embryo Donation Center. And, yeah, one of my primary jobs is to increase awareness of what we do. And this, this was exactly the sort of position I was looking for mm-hmm. when I when I left television. You know, I wanted to do uh, really good nonprofit Christian work, and, and this just ended up aligning really well. Uh, you know, uh, in vitro fertilization has been uh, sort of sort of a mixed blessing for for some people because uh, you know it's it's blessing in the fact that some infertile couples it's an answer for them you know uh, mm-hmm. if for whatever reason their their egg and sperm uh, can't produce uh, in in utero so they do it in glass that's just what the team the term in vitro means well uh, the the downside of that is that often uh ivf that's a shorthand for in vitro fertilization um produces re- what we call remaining embryos and and that means you know a, a family may decide well we only want two children but so many uh eggs were fertilized that that really i i i don't like using the term excess embryos but in common parlance that's what a lot of people would say they would they would say these are excess embryos uh, I, I prefer and would prefer here to call them remaining embryos. These, these are embryos that, that these families aren't really sure what they're going to do with, and they have uh, they have like four options. You know, one would be to have them uh, completely just discarded and destroyed, which is a terrible option. Another would be uh, to have them used for research, which we also think is a terrible option because that means destroying human life as well. I mean, each of these embryos. Is is a human life in its in its earliest form. The other two options are they can just sort of store their uh, embryos in a frozen form, which is called cryopreservation, uh, indefinitely. And we don't think that's a good option because really, when when you're doing that, you're you, you're telling yourself you're delaying a decision, but really you're just not making a decision uh-huh. at all. And often these people who do that have to pay a storage fee as well. So we think fourth and uh, and really only life-affirming option, God-honoring option, 
is to place those embryos for what we call embryo adoption and that means uh and, and that's that's where we come in you know we we handle the entire process people from all over the country uh who have remaining embryos will give their embryos to us and place them for adoption and then uh what we do is uh, we're we're sort of a clearinghouse not only for the embryo donors but for people who want to adopt embryos uh infertile couples who, who cannot have children on their own um, and as long as they meet our requirements, uh, they are able to come here and have embryos transferred into uh, into the woman's womb. Uh, and, and we believe this is the best chance at giving full you know, human normal lifespans to these embryos. Uh, our success rate at this is pretty good, and we, we just think it is a good God-honoring, life-affirming solution to a situation technology has faced uh, has faced us with. You know, Mark, I'm going <clears> to <throat> probably ruin this interview for us now with a, a question. You'll say that's a dumb question, but no, I won't. You know, I, I, I'm trying to put myself in, in the um, in the place of the audience, and I, I, we work with a lot of. I happen to be Protestant. I'm, I'm not Catholic. I work with a lot of Catholics whom I love, uh, great people on the pro-life movement. Sure. And the Catholic Church has had a position, I think, which is against in vitro fertilization. And I honestly don't know exactly why. You mentioned the pros and cons of this. Is that what that is based on? I'm just curious because I've, I've always I've read about it, but you know, you, in the media, and that comes up sometimes. Do you know what the position is or what what that well, is based on? Absolutely, and and I, I can tell you, it's, it's not a dumb question at all because because there are differing views. On, on the morality, the uh, mm-hmm. the propriety of in vitro fertilization, and um, I can tell you that generally in Protestant circles, if if done in a responsible way, um, IVF is generally accepted as as not an immoral option. Now there there are outliers on on every issue, right, sure, in, sure. in in the church. So I, I'm not I'm not painting with too broad a brush, hopefully, and saying that. All uh, evangelicals feel that way. I'm giving you what is believed to be the normative position of of uh, the evangelical sector mm-hmm. of the church. Now, um, yeah, uh, our Catholic friends generally uh, are differ differing on this. I would say that the position of most rank and file Catholics on this is um, agnostic or uh, indifferent at best. Uh, the church. Formal church uh, generally does frown upon it, and I, you know, uh, why is that? I believe it is because of the way IVF is is often done, and and hey, the way it is often done, uh, I, I would have concerns about it. I, I think just about any believer would have concerns about. It. I mean, if if you are, um, you, you know, uniting multiple, and, and we're talking, you know really uh, overstimulated reproductive systems for women they're they're intentionally overstimulated and uh, and you have such such a large amassing of eggs being fertilized with sperm um th- then okay all of a sudden you have just scores of embryos being produced and that is sort of the, the I want to say sort of that's led to the to the problem that we have in this country right now which is we don't know exactly how many embryos, uh, remaining embryos, are frozen in storage right now, uh, but we think the best estimates are that that number is somewhere between 625,000 
and one million. So, you know, uh, now there are fertility specialists who do IVF in a responsible way and, and, you know, have uh, moral compasses that will not allow them to do IVF that way. The medical director and president of our group is is such a man. His name is Dr. Jeffrey Keenan, uh, and he not only runs our nonprofit, he, he is a fertility doctor here in the Knoxville area, but I, I can tell you uh, he when he is helping people who have reproductive problems. Uh, IVF is one of the last methods that he will turn to, and, uh, and he will not be one of these fertility doctors who just produces endless and endless amounts of, of embryos and of course I'm you know that's hyperbole on my part but but you know it's, it's not endless but he wants to make sure that we are not creating and and creating more of a problem than already exists so I, I think you know I know that's a long way of answering of answering your question but it, I think it's a, it's a way of saying uh, IVF in and of itself, I, I don't uh, know that there's any reason to have a problem with it because, you know, the, the same sorts of negative outcomes that sometimes happen with IVF happen, you know, whenever a, a man and woman come together and have a sexual union. There is a chance that uh, sure. the uh, embryo that's produced uh, will not implant in the womb, and the, the vast majority of the time, we don't even know about that. Mm-hmm. It, it's the same equation happening. It's just happening in glass. But but I can understand, you know, if, if there are multiple embryos being produced, uh, embryos who w- likely will not have a good chance at, at full human life, well, well, then, then yeah, that that shows a bit of a disregard for life. That's sure not what we do here. You know, Mark. In recent days, there were there have been some pictures that have gone viral through the internet. I don't know how widespread, but I happened to stumble across them, and it was ironic because in the midst of the whole Planned Parenthood undercover videos, and that that something I'll get to you in just a moment. There was kind of a counter to that, and that was some pictures of a couple in Minnesota who took their friend from college who was a photographer with them on the moment that they met their new daughter who they had adopted. And the pictures went across the internet. They're, they're tearjerkers. I mean, the mom and dad seeing the baby for the first time. It's beautiful photography. And I, I couldn't help but think of that. Adoption, tell us about it. Is that an option for a lot of these embryos that, that have been um, set aside for other families who can't have children at all with their own um, genetic material? It, it, it is, and, and that, that is the that is the whole reason that, that we exist. I mean, this this is a problem. There are so many remaining embryos who are in uh, in cryopreservation in in this country right now, and uh, the NEDC will be happy to take and store as many uh, as as we can, and then we are we are. Thrilled when people want to choose embryo adoption as their uh, their preferred method for for starting a family. Uh, many many people have have done that. Uh, you know, we were uh, we started in 2003, so about 12 years ago. And you know, in those 12 years, we've now had about 520 live births. Uh, our success rate, quote unquote, when it comes to uh, live births resulting from embryo transfers is is about 50 percent, which is much higher than than the national average. The national average is only about 35 percent, and that is because we are a comprehensive, uh, medically based clinic. We're the leading comprehensive medically based clinic doing this 
uh, in the United States, and we cover all of the aspects of embryo adoption, uh, the legal, uh, the social, emotional, and the medical. And um, that, that's why uh, lots of people decide that they want, they want to go with us. Dr. Keenan is a recognized expert in the field. And it is, it's a compelling option that just a lot of people don't know about. You know, and and um, hey, traditional adoption is wonderful, and mm-hmm. I love seeing church getting on board with that. You know, the difference between uh, that and embryo adoption is just that you know these are our children who are not outside uh, outside the womb yet. You know, and and one that's different about embryo adoption too is it does give uh, the woman potentially a chance to carry her child and right. have and have mm-hmm. a nine-month pregnancy, which you're not going to have with traditional adoption. Uh, the other thing is it's generally uh, quite a bit cheaper than a traditional adoption. I believe our costs uh, for our program are about $6,200. When you add in uh, some you know, home study costs and, and medications, it might be more like $8,000. But that's, um, that's almost, that could be half of what an adoption could cost. That's yeah. that's it, and it's it's you know hey we're not saying that it is the right option mm-hmm. for everybody, but what we want to do is let people know that it's out there, and this is a great way not only to potentially honor God by starting a family, but um, to to affirm human life and do something about about a problem that technology has has left us with. And yeah, it may be right for you. I mean, I'm when it comes to uh, to adoption and, and orphan care and all this, uh, I think I would say we are all of the above people. Right. They're all good, but this is an option worth looking at. Well, we're talking today with Mark Mellinger, a uh, friend and former reporter from Fort Wayne, Indiana, with the National Embryo, Ado- uh, National Embryo Donation Center out of Knoxville, Tennessee. Their website is embryodonation.org. That's embryodonation.org for the National Embryo Donation Center. Fascinating topic today. Mark, I have to ask, and I have to wonder, you know, the whole nation's talking about, well, most of the nation's talking about, there's some the media outlets I wish we'd talk a little bit more about, these Planned Parenthood videos um, that we're seeing released about it once every week right now of undercover videos about tissue not real, well. They call it tissue donation. It's dismembered right. of unborn children. It's horrific. Right. I'm sure that's being talked about in your office. What's what's their perspective from people in your office about that? I mean, you're working to do just the opposite. But that it, it, it would seem to me horror. there's people out. It would seem to me there's probably people out there who would like to take these embryos and experiment on them. Oh well, there are, and and you know that that that, that is often done. Um, mm-hmm. You know that's that's exactly what we are what we are working to prevent is is people taking these embryos and and snuffing out uh, the lives for the, for the sake of of research. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll tell you, I, I think the the reaction around here to to these videos that the Center for Medical Progress has put out has just been you know, one of shock and horror because uh, even if we knew, um, even if we gave mental assent to the truth that this sort of activity was going on, it is quite another thing to, in some of the videos, actually see it for yourself Mm -hmm. and to hear the callous way that uh, that those in in the abortion industry talk about it. It, It's been uh, a reaction here of just, you know, shock, horror, 
discussed um, because now now there's there's a face to it. It, it feels even more real than than it already did. There's, there's also um, I, w- I would say some gladness that a light is being shined on the abortion industry and on and parenthood um, because we've known that these barbaric practices were going on for a long time, but much of the country was was asleep to it. Um, so we we hope and pray that this is an opportunity um, for the country to become more pro-life, for more people to consider the blessing that uh, adoption of any form can be, specifically embryo adoption, and that's what we do. So, um, I mean, uh, so that, that's, it's a varied reaction. There's some gladness, there's some horror, there is certainly uh, there's certainly an opportunity here as well to, to promote and further life. Well, Mark, as we close, I want to thank you today for your time and for joining us today. You've done a wonderful job with the um, interview today with the National Embryo Donation Center. That's EmbryoDonation.org if you want to learn more about them, EmbryoDonation.org. Now, Mark, your title is Marketing and Development Manager. I know what Development Manager means, so there may be people (laughs) listening to us today who uh, are interested in adoption and should check out EmbryoDonation.org. But they may also want to support this great new frontier, this this um, uh, ministry. And so, tell us a little bit about that as we close. What kind of support do you need as as one who helps raise funds for this organization too? Well, I, I will tell you that traditionally um, we have relied on fees and grants uh, to keep us going, to to, to basically pro- provide the platform for our work. Now, um, unfortunately, this past year, uh, really for the first time in our history, and we don't know completely why, um, but we did not achieve federal grants. And that means that, you know, we're probably about $300,000 short in in what our expected funding normally is. So, uh, So, yes, I mean, if you want to give a little, we will we will take it and we will value that gift. If you are in position to give a good chunk of that, fifty, a hundred thousand dollars, a hundred fifty thousand, hey, uh, that's my job is to help mm-hmm. rustle up those funds. You know, we are we are not going to change our policies. We will not adopt out to uh, to same sex couples. We will continue to affirm marriage as as a, a being between a man and a woman. Uh, our Christian faith is going to continue to be the overriding principle that guides what we do. Um, did any of that play a role in us not getting federal funds? Um, uh, nobody can answer that for sure, but whatever the guidelines from the federal government and from Health and Human Services, uh, we're not going to change that. We're, we're going to stand firm, and, and we're working with the Alliance Defending Freedom to make sure that's the case. So uh, if you can help us with this work, uh, I would love to talk to you, or you can go to our website, uh, embryodonation.org, and click on Donate to the NEDC. You can give to us by credit card. It couldn't be easier. So again, it's embryodonation.org, and click on Donate to the NEDC. This, this is good, God-glorifying work, and, um, and we need it to be funded. Well, Mark, I appreciate you joining us today. I know you're busy. I'm excited about this new endeavor and this great organization that I had, I had not heard of before you contacted me. So I appreciate you doing that. And um, if you ever need anything from us in Indiana, you know how to reach me. And uh, thank you for the work you're doing. I appreciate it so much. appreciate your friendship over the years, too. Well, thank you, brother. I appreciate you as well. You know that. 
Again, it's Mark Mellinger with the National Embryo Donation Center. It's embryo, www.embryodonation.org. That's E-M-B-R-Y-O donation.org. Join us again next time for Indiana Family Forum, and we will be back with you soon covering life, faith, family, religious freedom, and the issues of the day. Thank you for listening to the Indiana Family Forum. For more information on this and other topics that concern Hoosier families, visit us online at www.afain.net. That's www.afain.net.